Welcome to the Athlete Performance Education Podcast, where we aim to educate, empower, and excel athletes and coaches to the next level of performance. Welcome back, everyone. I've had my morning coffee and I am flying. So you probably don't need to chuck this one on one and a half times speed. I'm going to keep it there most of the chat. For today's podcast, what I want to go through is a bit of an insight into our running analysis. The reason I want to talk about this is it's probably something that uh, as a consumer or as an athlete, as a someone who participates in, in, in fitness training and different services that are out there, it's probably something that um, doesn't really exist a lot and doesn't really have um, much understanding in terms of its value and its purpose. So what I want to do is basically break it down, discuss it, um, what a running analysis is and how it can help you. So we've been using running analysis for a few years now. Um, Essentially what it is, it's a biomechanical analysis of your movement patterns. And we look at this specifically in the running um, technical model. So essentially what we have is we have gold standards of movement in terms of what's most appropriate biomechanically and using laws of physics that we understand that should be the most appropriate way to move for, for human function. And then what we do is we focus on what the individual is trying to improve from a sports-specific perspective or from a performance perspective to decide in terms of what are we prioritizing, what are we focusing on. So what I mean by this is are we focusing more on speed? Are we looking at acceleration qualities? Are we looking at overall running uh, capacity and running economy, which is really, really important for those longer-distance runners? So that's essentially why we use the running analysis and what we're trying to focus on. What the running analysis tells us is it tells us what is working and what is not based off that gold standard movement. It doesn't necessarily tell us how to fix it or what we need to do to fix it. That's another element, but it tells us what's going on. So what we're looking for is we're looking for key movement patterns that are occurring across the athlete's movement. Now in our running analysis, it's really, really simple. We use a top speed approach. So what we get the athlete to do is to run at top speed and we film from side on. We then break these down into still images at five key phases and these five key phases tell us what the body should be doing at certain points. We then compare this to what the athlete is actually doing and it starts to help us identify key performance indicators the athlete is either achieving or not achieving. Once we've been able to identify these, we can start to develop areas in terms of how we can improve these and what we need to be dosing the athlete with to improve these. So fundamentally, what the running analysis provides is it provides us with qualitative feedback in terms of what the athlete's performance capabilities are, as opposed to quantitative, which is our typical speed data tests. So things like your 20 meters, flying tens, 100 meter sprints, something that derives a a specific number is one element of performance, but being able to assess the qualitative movement is another. And that's where the running analysis is really, really appropriate. So we use that five still clips, which is called a kinogram, And then we analyze it and we look at the movement and we use our coaches who are qualified and understand these key biomechanical principles to assess the movement and then to identify, okay, these are the areas we can improve. So this is looking at specific key landmarks of where the body is positioning and landing. And once we've been able to identify these, we can start to work out key things that are occurring appropriately and potential areas of improvement. Once we've highlighted these areas of improvement, then it helps us prescribe what we want to do with the athlete. 
So these might identify strength deficiencies, in particular asymmetries. So one side of the body is particularly stronger than the other side of the body. So it ensures us that we need to start planning some um, unilateral based strength exerciser where we're using one side of the body to improve that strength deficiency. So we can start to improve that. But then we have to use biomechanical running exercises to help bring that strength into the movement pattern. So it's one thing to improve the muscle quality, but what we then need to improve is a neuromuscular relationship between that the body's ability to utilize that muscle quality. So it's all well and good to improve your hamstring strength, but if we don't incorporate that into a skill-based movement, the neuromuscular system won't necessarily just use that hamstring strength. So we need to teach the brain that that hamstring strength is now there. And that's where we use our movement-based exercises. So these are more of our traditional running drills. So we've got the kinogram, we've got the running assessment, we've identified the areas for improvement. Then what we do is we prescribe running drills based off this analysis. The running drills will then help improve those running mechanics, which will get us closer to that gold standard of movement. So overall, that running analysis is a really, really effective way to break down individuals' movement analyze areas for improvement, and then provide us with information that's gonna help us best address these areas for improvement. We introduce the running drills progressively and progress these across what we've previously mentioned, our conscious competence model, where we move from not understanding a movement and not understanding how to improve it at our unconsciously competent incompetence phase. And we progress through unconscious competence, conscious competence, and finally, unconsciously competent to improve these qualities. Once we've being able to address that, we start to progress the movements across each phase in terms of the drill complexity. And this helps the athletes self-identify how to improve their movement capacity. Once we get the athlete to be able to perform the movement in that unconsciously competent space, that's when they've developed the capacity to perform the movement correctly. And that's a really, really comfortable position for the athlete to get. And so that's what we're trying to do. We start with the running analysis. It provides us the feedback of information we need. We, we address it with the running drills and the strength deficiencies, and then we're able to improve these capacities moving forward to build long-term sustainable improvements. This is gonna help with key areas such as running economy, running capacity, efficiency, and overall injury reduction. So we're reducing the stress and forces on particular areas, and we're dissipating evenly across the system. So what we're essentially trying to do all in all is assess movement, identify areas of improvement, address those areas of improvement, and add long-term long -term systemic, systemic improvements to that movement qualities. Once we've achieved that, then we're gonna to start to see those improvements which I've just mentioned. If you're interested in any of these services, we offer them now face-to-face -face in one-on-one or two-on-one capacities in Metro Melbourne. And you can also apply to get them done, uh, get an assessment done online. As I've previously mentioned, this requires fraction of um, assistance from your end in terms of setting up the filming. But once we have that filming of you running, we can complete the full biomechanical analysis, get those reports to you and prescribe you with a bit of a training routine uh, and exercises to help improve those qualities on our app-based system. If you're interested in any of these services, please make sure you reach out Instagram at athleteperformance underscore ed or on our emails, info at athleteperformanceeducation.com. Have a great day.